It's Friday, June 3rd, 2022, and welcome to Episode 6 of the Alameda Postcast, an audio service of the Alameda Post. I'm your host, Scott Peeler. In this edition of the Postcast, Alameda County reinstates a mask mandate, help for Afghan refugees, road improvements, a visit from the governor, and a public information session on Bay Farm turns tense. These stories and more on this episode of the Alameda Postcast. Our top story, starting today, Friday, June 3rd, Alameda County has reinstituted a mask mandate in, quote, most indoor public settings, end quote. Citing the rise in COVID-related hospitalizations, the county made the announcement yesterday. The mandate applies to all of Alameda County, with the exception of the city of Berkeley, which is an independent local health jurisdiction. The mandate will not apply to the school system, although masking is strongly recommended. It should be noted that Wednesday is the last day of school here in the city of Alameda. The press release from the county does not specify exactly which indoor settings are covered by the mandate. Additionally, no end date for the reinstated mandate was given. This is a developing story. As details emerge, you can find them at alamedapost.com. For years now, many have been forced to flee the nation of Afghanistan in the face of oppressive regimes and decades of war. One woman whose family fled when she was an infant is now helping the new arrivals. She sat down with the Post's Liz Barrett. Freshta Kogadai came to Alameda when her family fled Afghanistan in 1988, near the end of the Soviet invasion. She graduated UC Davis and has served as a teacher in both the Oakland and Alameda public school systems. When it became obvious last summer that the Taliban was seizing power in province after province, the United Afghan Association was formed to provide a voice for the Afghan community and to assist with resettlement efforts in Northern California. Ms. Kogadai got involved in August and became vice president of the organization, focusing on donations to assist refugees. The donations soon outgrew the space to store them, which at that time was in the houses and garages of UAA members. Thanks to a 2017 meeting with then-Mayor Trish Herrera-Spencer, a connection was made that led to Doug Biggs, the executive director of the Alameda Point Collective. A warehouse on West Ranger Street was available, and the UAA had a home for their donations. The donation center opened in January, and since then it has helped to resettle over 500 refugees across Northern California from Alameda to Sacramento. The donation center is expected to fulfill its promise in the next two to three months as the final wave of refugees is settled, and then the job shifts. As Kogadai notes, then we can move on to other projects and assist refugees in other ways, whether it's housing or helping with legal assistance, because they still have to go through the process of changing their status and making sure they're permanent residents. The center is still in need of donations for a look at what is needed, plus further details about the work of the United Afghan Association, including links to their website. Visit alamedapost.com. You may have already seen construction work beginning at the intersection of Broadway and Ensenal. Look for that to continue and move as the year progresses. Caltrans has begun a major repaving and improvement project that will eventually encompass Ensenal from Broadway to Sherman. In addition to paving and marking work, the project will also incorporate complete streets elements, which includes the conversion of the existing two through lanes to one through lane in each direction, a center two-way left turn lane, two class two bicycle lanes, and parking within the project limits. For full details, visit alamedaca.gov, search Caltrans. This week, our popular historical walking tours take a break, but June and July will continue our informative and fun look at the history of the island we call home. Three tours on tap this month, focusing on the ever-changing shoreline. 
Dennis Evanoski will guide you through the steps that made Alameda an island. That's right, prior to 1902, this was the Alameda Peninsula. Also this month, a look back at the glory days of Neptune Beach, known as the Coney Island of the West. The month of July brings three tours that explore the days when streetcars traverse the island. For full details and to sign up, visit alamedapost.com tours. If you sign up for the three-tour package, you'll save more than 10% over the individual rate. Now a look at upcoming events of interest to the Alameda community. Alterina Playhouse is in the second weekend of The Quality of Life. Written by Emmy Award-winning Bay Area playwright Jane Anderson, The Quality of Life is set in Berkeley in the wake of the 1991 East Bay Hills wildfires. If the play's name seems familiar to you, Alterina had planned to present the show in 2020 and was two weeks away from opening night when pandemic hit. The wait has been worth it. Sally Hogarty of the East Bay Times has lauded the cast for creating well-defined multi-level characters and praised the set and stage design as a perfect setting, noting that some of the stage pieces are particularly accurate courtesy of production sponsor Jim Price. Mr. Price's home burned in those 1991 fires, and items from his home now populate the stage at Altarina. For tickets, visit altarina.org. We Players continues the run of the world premiere of The Keeper. This one-woman show, conceived and performed by founding artistic director Ava Roy, draws on the real-life stories of over 100 women who served as lighthouse keepers from Maine to California. Performances will be at Alameda Point in the courtyard of Building 16 at the corner of West Essex Drive and Saratoga Street. Follow the signs from City Hall West. For more details, visit weplayers.org. That's W-E-P-L-A-Y-E-R-S dot O-R-G. Looking ahead to next weekend, get your shovels and pails ready as the City of Alameda presents the 54th Annual Sand Castle and Sculpture Contest on Saturday the 11th, with registration beginning at 9 a.m. at Robert Crown Memorial State Beach. The event is free, with three divisions, 12 and under, 13 and over, and family. For full details, visit alamedapost.com events. In Alameda news around the web, California Governor Gavin Newsom visited Alameda last week to highlight the economic and technological advancement being supported by the state. The focus of this visit was the recently upgraded Astra Space Facility. The rocket and satellite manufacturer makes its home at the former Naval Air Station, with the Navy's old jet engine testing facility serving as the perfect centerpiece of their 258,000-square-foot headquarters. For a detailed look at Astra, visit qz.com, that's qz com and search Navy Base. When Alameda Planning, Building, and Transportation Department Chief Andrew Thomas arranged for a public meeting at Joe's on the Course last week at 4 p.m. on a Tuesday to discuss the state's residential housing mandates for Bay Farm Island, it was originally thought that a handful of people would show up. Instead, as reported by Larry Freeman of the East Bay Times, a crowd of around 200 met Thomas in an atmosphere best described as contentious. Many of the attendees expressed their opposition to the recently proposed Jackson Square Properties development of the existing Harbor Bay Club, despite Thomas noting that the club is not currently part of the draft housing element. Alameda has appealed to the Association of Bay Area Governments to reduce the mandate for more housing, but that appeal was denied. While the draft housing element calls for 5,353 new housing units in Alameda by 2031, Thomas pointed out that 2,000 permits have already been issued, meaning there are still around 3,000 units that need to be built in order to meet the mandate. 
For full details of this story, you can find Larry Freeman's article in the Business Real Estate section of the East Bay Times. There is a link to the article at alamedapost.com external link. The Alameda Free Library's 2022 Summer Reading Challenge, Read Beyond the Beaten Path, is underway. It runs through July 31st. Created to encourage reading as well as lifelong learning, this nine-week program is open to all ages. The official kickoff party happens this Saturday, June 4th, from 11 a.m. until 3 p.m. at the main branch at 1550 Oak Street. There will be crafts for all age groups, a how-to session with Easy Street Cycling, and special performances by Sterling Johnson, a.k.a. The Bubblesmith. Full information at alamedaca.gov. Search Summer Reading. Speaking of summer, remember to keep an eye out for our younger residents later this week. Wednesday marks the last day of school for Alameda, so that means it's time to be extra vigilant around the city's parks and bike paths. That's it for this episode of the Alameda Postcast. Visit our website, alamedapost.com newsletter to sign up for our weekly newsletter. It's free and we'll never sell or give your personal information to anyone. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Find the Postcast wherever you get your podcasts or simply tell your smart device to play the Alameda Postcast podcast. I'm Scott Peeler, and I'll be back next Friday for Episode 7 of the Alameda Postcast.